Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by SchoolofTheSpirit.tv, the newest impactful life-changing course is called Severing the Roots of Rejection. People are getting delivered left and right at Awakening House of Prayer. You can watch this online on demand, one lesson a week, pressing in deeper, hearing the voice of the Spirit, breaking free little by little and all at once, schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. Let me tell you that again, schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. I'm coming to you live from South Florida today. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. I love to see people get free. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word that I'm teaching and watch the transformation. Whether you're in the region or not, you have two opportunities to encounter God and his word through prophetic worship and relevant messages every week. The 1047 AM teaching is a practical teaching with a prophetic edge. You can plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. If you're not in the region, go over there and watch online at ahop.com. Online, You can become a web church member and go deeper with us with our virtual life groups, virtual prayer line, virtual pastoral care, virtual prophecy rooms, virtual healing rooms. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Check it out at ahop.online slash web church and get official today. That second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. We're hosting uh, the presence of God going deeper into the things of God. That current series is Suffering the Roots of Rejection. Join us at 1.30 if you're in the region. Or watch online, on demand, schoolofthespirit.tv. There's many, many courses over there for you to help you see the change and the growth you want in your life. We're going to read today from my second devotional, Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, I'm Right Here With You. I'm right here with you. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Many times things are exactly the opposite of what they appear to be. I'm going to read that again because I need you to get that. The Holy Spirit wants you to hear this. Listen, many times things are exactly the opposite of what they appear to be. And the Lord says, many times the enemy shows you false evidence that appears real. Many times doubt and unbelief launch a one-two punch against your faith. When nothing looks right and everything is going wrong, remember I am right here with you and that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Look at who I am and know who you are and you will emerge victorious every time. Did you catch that? Look at who I am, says the Lord, and know who you are and you will emerge victorious every time. Come on, that's a good word. Mark 9, 24, John 14, 1, Romans 10, 17 are the scripture references for today. Now, the prayer starter from the devotional, I know the devil has no power over me except what I give him. Father has given me power over all the power of the enemy. When the floods come against my soul, would you help me remember that? Would you draw my attention to your heart so I can worship you? And of course, the Lord's answer is yes and amen. 
So, Father, we thank you today. We give you glory, Emmanuel, God with us. We give you all the glory, Emmanuel, God with us. We give you all the glory. You are worthy of all the glory. You are worthy of all of our praise, all of our allegiance. We enter your courts with thanksgiving on today. We thank you for who you are. You are immutable. You do not change. And we praise you because you don't change your mind about us. You don't turn your back on us. And we thank you because you are an awesome God. You're a good God. You're a great God. You're a mighty God. You are. the great I am. And we love you, God. Give us an anointing to love you more. We love you because you first loved us. You took the initiative. You started this relationship. You watch over us carefully. You've got our backs. You've gone before us to make a way for us. And I'm so grateful, God, to you. We are so grateful to you. We pledge our allegiance to you. We vow our loyalty to you. We want to follow you everywhere you go. Anywhere you want to take us, we want to follow you. Anywhere you want to show us, we want to go there, God. Even if we can't see the way, even if we don't know the path, even if it feels like we're walking in darkness where we are unaware of our surroundings, we can know that you are with us, that you will lead us and guide us into all truth. When our eyes are filled with tears, you will lead us and guide us into all comfort. When our body is full of pain, you will lead us and guide us into all healing. (laughs) You will lead us and guide us into your perfect will for our lives. So would you help us today, God, to follow you, to discern your leadership? We don't want to walk around unaware of your presence. Emmanuel, God with us. We don't want to walk around not knowing what you're doing, not understanding your voice speaking to us, not discerning your thoughts. We want to integrate our hearts with you at such a level that we see you as you are. Emmanuel, God with us. We want to walk so close to you that any disturbance in the spirit would immediately be obvious to us. We want to walk so close to you that we can hear your heartbeat. We want to walk so close to you that we can discern the smallest movement of your spirit. Father, would you draw us close to you? We're drawing near to you. Would you draw us closer? Would you take us from where we are to where you want us to go? Would you help us? Would you help us today, God? Help us remember to gaze upon your beauty, to make room for you in our hectic schedules, in our busy lives. Remind us, God, prompt us, woo us to yourself amid all the distractions. Amid all the attacks, amid all the disappointments, would you help us remember to keep our hope in you, to keep our trust in you, unconditional trust, unconditional trust. God, we want to walk in unconditional trust that's not moved by circumstances, that's not moved by outside voices. That's not moved by our own fickle emotions. We want to walk in an unconditional trust. And we can do that. You deserve that loyalty. You deserve that allegiance because you love us with an unconditional love. (laughs) Our only proper response is to show our love to you through unconditional trust. 
Lord, we have a way we think things should go, and we like to tell you how it should be, and we like to try to direct your affairs and our lives through our prayer. Well, we don't want to keep doing that. It doesn't work. We don't want to try to tell you how to run our lives. We can't even run our own lives apart from you. We can do nothing. And so we need to step into a new dimension of trust. Would you root out of us today, God, anything that gets in the way of our trusting you? Would you root out of our soul, God, that unbelief, that voice of unbelief that has ministered to us for years? We didn't recognize it for what it was, and we allowed it entry into our soul, ministering to us, telling us, well, I don't know if God will do it for you. If God ever did it for anybody, he'll do it for us. Nothing is impossible to the one who believes. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to go just another degree deeper in trust, day by day, growing in trust of your generous spirit, growing in trust of the eternal God, the everlasting King, growing in trust day by day. Lord, it's such a key. (laughs) I just saw uh, in the spirit uh, a key, like an old skeleton key, like an ancient looking key, an antiquated key, a beautiful key, but a, a key from days gone by. And across the bar of the key, it says trust. <laughs> it says trust. And that key will open doors that you've wanted to go through, but haven't gone through yet. The Lord shows me this key called trust will unlock promises that have not yet been unlocked because if God gave you what you wanted, you would lose it the first time the enemy attacked you because of a lack of deep, deep trust in the God who saves, delivers, and protects. Father, would you help us today to go deeper in trust, deeper into this dimension of trust? where we're not moved by what we see with our natural eyes, but we are only moved by what we hear from your still small voice. Would you help us today, God, to abandon ourselves to you completely, not to be afraid of submitting to you completely, not to be afraid of laying our will down and embracing the fullness of your will for our lives, no matter what that means. Would you help us? Give us the courage. Give us the strength. Help us to trust you like we've never trusted you before. We want to go through those doors that you've ordained for us. We want to unlock those promises that you've already said yes and amen to in our lives. It's a timing thing. Help us to trust you in the timing. Hey, Help us to trust you in the timing, God. Help us to trust you when things don't look right. Help us to trust you when we feel like we're going backwards. Help us to trust you. Give us the grace of trust. Help us to trust you when there's not enough money in the bank. And help us to trust you when our children have gone wayward. And help us to trust you in the midst of layoffs when we don't know if we're next. Help us to trust you, God. Give us the grace of trust. Help us to trust you when all these other voices are telling us it's not going to work out. It's too late for you. It will never happen. Help us to trust you, God, all the more despite the voices coming at our heads, despite the imaginations the enemy releases at our soul, despite the roller coaster emotions that want to take us up and down. We don't want to be up and down Christians. We don't want to be back and forth Christians. We don't want to waver between two opinions. 
We don't want to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. We don't want to be a double-minded trusting you one moment and scared to death the next, trusting you one moment and second guessing you the next, trusting you one moment and then trusting in the arm of flesh the next. Your word tells us cursed is the man who trusts in the arm of flesh. We don't want to trust in what man can do for us, what doors man can open for us, what man can provide for us, how God, how man can defend or protect us. But we want to put our trust fully, solely, absolutely in the only one who is trustworthy, the only one who never loses a battle, the only one who will never turn his back on us. And that is you, Jesus. We pledge our allegiance and we put our trust in you. So thank you, Lord. Let that grace of trust come upon us so that we can walk in an unconditional trust, a trust that is not moved by circumstances, a trust that is not moved by situations, a trust that is not moved by the economy, a trust that is not moved by sickness in our bodies, a trust that is not moved, listen, even when things are devastating, even when things go all wrong. Even when things fall apart, even when we suffer tremendous losses, even when we suffer tremendous betrayal, help us to keep trusting you in those moments. Because it's easy to trust you, God, when everything's going right. It's easy to trust you when we can see the path forward. It's easy to trust you when our barns are overflowing with funds. It's easy to trust you when our bodies are, 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 are well, when our friends are kind. But Lord, help us to stay steady in the course called trust. Help us to stay steady. Help us to stay steady. Help us to stay faithful. Help us to stay with a heart posture that trusts you no matter what happens. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Help us, Lord, not to abandon our trust because of what we see with our natural eyes. But help us, Lord, when we are tempted to look at things through the eyes of man, to begin to shift our thoughts and our perspective through the eyes of God, because your thoughts are higher than our thoughts and your ways are higher than our ways. And we will trust you come hell or high water. We will trust you come good, come bad. We will trust you come life, come death. We will trust you. Help us, Lord, because we say we trust you with our eternal soul. We say we trust you with our salvation, but many times we don't trust you with our money. Many times we don't trust you with our health. We don't trust you as the healer. Many times we don't trust you with our relationships. We don't trust you as the reconciler. Many times we don't trust you with our, with our own physical safety as protector, as defender, as vindicator. We want to take matters into our own hands. Sarai didn't trust God to bring forth a son for Abraham. So she had him sleep with Hagar because she didn't trust God. (laughs) Help us, Lord. We don't want to birth an Ishmael. We don't want to get ahead of you and, and birth what becomes in our lives a problem. Birth in our lives what becomes a setback. Birth in our life what becomes an obstacle. Help us to trust you for your timing in everything. Trust you in your ways because they're perfect. You are perfect in all of your ways. We need to trust you all the more. Give us the grace of trust. Inspire our hearts. Remind us of the past victories. Remind us of our history in you. We have made it through every single trial we've ever been through. 100%. 
of the warfare we've been through, we're still here. We're still standing because you are able to make a stand. It's not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. It's not by our flesh. It's not by our smarts. It's not by our money. It's not by our innovation. It's by you. It's because of you. You are the one who makes us stand. You are the one who's with us in the fire, in the water, through the storms and the trials of life. We will yet trust you. Though you slay us, we will yet trust you. Though things don't make any sense to our natural mind, we will yet trust you. Though things seem unfair, unjust, we will yet trust you. Though there's tragic circumstances all around us, we will yet trust you. We will not abandon our trust in you. We will not abandon our hope in you. We will not abandon our faith in you. Remind us in that moment, that moment of crisis, that moment when we're tempted to respond with words of our mouth that do not display faith and trust in the sovereign God. Remind us in that moment to praise you. Remind us in that moment when the shock and all comes, when the blind side of the enemy comes, when we're tempted to do or say something that doesn't glorify your name. Remind us to praise you. Remind us to worship you. Remind us of what we know. Remind us of what we learned in the past season. Remind us of what your word says and help us to trust in your word. You are trustworthy. You're not just a good God. You're not just a great one, God. You're a trust where you could be trust. We trust you with everything. We put our lives in your hands. Our times are in your hands. Our lives are in your hands. Everything we own is in your hands. And we trust you. Come what may. Whatever happens, we trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you, God. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. There's no other option. There's no other way. You are the way, the truth, and the life. Apart from you, there is no other. You are the sovereign God. You work all things together for the good to those who love you and are called according to your purposes. You are the sovereign God. And we will yet trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Come on. Remember that. Some of you need to go back and listen to this again. We had a little trust lesson this morning, didn't we? Listen, share this with somebody really quickly. We're going to transition into our next segment about navigating divine delays. Divine delays. See, we don't like when we're delayed, do we? I don't like to be delayed. I don't like when I used to live down on the beach. I live in downtown now, but I lived down on the beach for years. And when you live on the beach, you have to go over a bridge. Anywhere you want to go, pretty much, you got to go over the bridge to get there. And it never failed. When I was in the biggest hurry, that bridge would pop up. And it was a slow bridge. It would be a 15-minute delay. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I tried to figure out the timing of the bridge so I could make sure I left my house early enough to get over the bridge because it always went up at a certain time. And then many times something would delay me in my house. My daughter didn't want to move as fast as I did. And I would catch that bridge and it was fresh. We don't like delays. We just don't like them. We don't like to have to wait in long lines at the post office. We don't like delays. But sometimes when we meet with delays, we take that frustration and we begin to fight the devil. You spirit of delay, I bind you. Ah! And it's not. The devil. 
I'm convinced that although the enemy is real and although he's roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, I do believe that we attribute to him a lot of things that are not his fault. And he loves that because it gives him a uh, more perceived power in our life. And when we begin to fight and war with demons that aren't fighting and warring with us, we're just stirring up warfare in our lives. We need to ask the Lord when there's a delay, Lord, what is the source of this delay? What's the source of this delay? What is the source of this delay? <laughs> What's the source? What is going on? Is this you or is it the devil? You know, David, he understood divine delays. He was weary with his crying. His throat was parched. His eyes were failing. He was waiting on God. Many of you are waiting on God to do something in your life right now. You're waiting on a healing or you're waiting on a promotion or you're waiting on a, a house to close and they keep the loans keep falling through. I don't know what you're waiting on, but we're all waiting on something. And yes, the enemy does come in with delays, but many times it's a divine delay. Paul saw that, you know, two years passed and Paul was in prison. He was in custody in Caesarea. You know, he was wanting to go to Rome and he had to wait two years before the next ruler would see him. Felix left him in prison for two years, two years. I imagine Paul thought, well, I'm just wasting my time here. I'm just rotting in jail. But the reality is God uses divine delays to teach us to trust him more fully. We have to submit our plans to him. When there's a divine delay, when a pandemic hits the world and you had big plans and now are things delayed? Well, God saw that coming and that was a demonic entity, but God will use the work of the enemy sometimes to teach us lessons and to train us in righteousness. Will we trust him? When God delays, when there's a divine delays, we have to still trust him to accomplish his will for our lives. In some other way, if he made you a promise, he'll bring it to pass. We have to trust him in the delay, despite what's going on around us, despite how bad it looks, despite it looks like there's opportunities being lost. It looks like other people are getting ahead of you. It looks like other people are seeing promises fulfilled and you're still in divine delay land. We have to then trust him by doing what's right. Even if we don't get what we want, we have to submit to his, his leadership and his lordship, acknowledging that he is God and we are not. And if he wanted it to happen, it would happen because he's sovereign. If we're praying, if we're preparing, we have to not complain while we wait, get upset while we wait. And we have to take advantage and do what we can do. Follow the last word he gave us, obey whatever he's telling us in the moment while we wait. We don't like delays. But see, God's time, God is, is his, you know, to a thousand years is like a day and a day is like a thousand years to the Lord. And Habakkuk 2 verse 3 says, the, the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. See, we think we've been delayed, but God is saying, no, I'm preparing you for what I promised. We think we've been delayed, but God is saying, no, I have something bigger, something better than what you want, but you're not ready for it yet. And I plan to give you something that's going to cause your jaw to drop, but you have to trust me. Many are the plans in a man's mind, but the Lord orders his steps. The Lord 
brings to pass his plan of purpose for our life. We have to roll our plans over on the Lord and he will give us what we need, what we want, what he wants for us at the right time, at the appointed time. There's a Kairos moment for you. And you have to not, and I have to not get all bent out of shape and, oh, the spirit of delay. Well, what if it's God? You can't resist God. You can't bind God. So, Father, would you help us to discern? Would you help us to discern the root of the delays in our lives? Because we know that you can take what the enemy meant for harm and turn it for good. So we don't have to get all torqued up just because we've been stuck at the bridge. We don't have to get all torqued up. We don't have to get all frustrated and upset just because things didn't work out the timing we hoped. Help us, Lord, to be preemptive in the sense of asking you what you want to do in any season of our life so that we don't just merely make our own plans without including you in them. And then get upset when we don't see what we thought we should see, what we thought we deserved. Help us, Lord, to lean on you and not on our own understanding when we set out to make our goals and our plans to be inspired by your Holy Spirit. And when there is a delay, a demonic delay, help us to rise up in the authority of Christ that you bestowed upon us, delegated to us, and push it back and bind it and break it. But when it's a divine delay, God, help us to understand it. Help us to see that it's really you, that you're not trying to hold us back. You're trying to prepare us so you can launch us forward. Help us today, God, to trust you in the delays, even if it is the enemy, even if he has thrown one thing at us after another. Help us to remember that you're working things together for our good in the midst of the demonic delay that we can't seem to overcome in the moment. We're learning to fight at another level. We're learning to war at another level. We're learning to trust God at another level. We're learning. We're growing. And we want to learn and grow. We want to be conformed to the image of Christ. And we know that means unpleasant situations and circumstances. Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. <laughs> Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. But we don't want to suffer. We want to, we want to float on a glory cloud, but that's not real. So help us to trust you. For the timing of our breakthrough, the timing, that Kairos moment, you have ordained it. It is an opportune time and it will come. We will see it. We will walk in it. We just need to keep trusting you. So help us. Help us to keep waiting on the vision that you gave us. Help us to abandon our own vision, to lay it aside and adopt your vision for our lives. You have the perfect time for everything you've called us to do. Help us to rest in that. Help us to trust in that. Help us to just have peace in that. The peace of God that passes all understanding, that guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. When we're trying to navigate a divine delay, help us to remember that a delay is not a denial. Sometimes a delay is a redirection, but it's not a denial. It's not a no, it's a not yet. So we trust in you, the timing of all the plans and purposes that you have for our lives. We trust you. We don't want to get ahead of you. We don't want to lag behind you. But we're going to trust you completely. <laughs> all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Can you see it? Divine delays. We want to blame everything on the enemy. And he's up to something. 
so many times when it comes to delays. You know, Paul the Apostle, sometimes he would try to go into certain uh, regions in Asia, and he said, the Holy Spirit thwarted me. The Holy Spirit forbid me. The Holy Spirit delayed his plans. Paul wanted to go here, and God said, yeah, no, uh uh-uh, you're going to go over here. You're going to go to Macedonia. Isn't that something? And Paul was very spiritual. He was very spirit-led, and sometimes he tried to go places. I think he had the mind of Christ, but his timing was off. I think God did want him to go into some of those regions and that he later would go there. But his timing is, wasn't always the timing. Neither, 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 neither is ours. We have to, to trust him for the timing. We could have heard him completely accurately and have the wrong timing. I've done that many times in my life. I tend to see further into the future. And as I matured in Christ, I had to come to understand that what I'm seeing is true. But what is the timing of what I'm seeing? Is it now? Is it later? Because we can't execute God's plan for our life apart from his spirit. And if we try, we get frustrated because it's called a work of the flesh. We're striving. We don't mean to. We think we're following God. We think that, you know, we heard him. We did hear him. But sometimes we just didn't understand the timing. So we need to keep trusting him. Amen. We need to keep trusting him. Remember, today's broadcast is brought to you by Severing the Roots of Rejection. Break free from every tie and every lie that binds. If you're enjoying that class so far, why don't you shout out and give me a heads up. The first class is out. We're teaching it live in South Florida, and we are we just finished the fourth class in South Florida. But you get one a week. We're three weeks ahead of you, and that's just in case anything goes wrong with technology. Uh, anything happens there that uh, you know, you don't, uh, you never know what's going to go wrong with cameras. So we give ourselves, we always give ourselves a buffer, but you can watch this on demand online school of spirit.tv slash rejection. I'm also holding in my hand, the prophets devotional. This is a beautiful full size hardcover book forward by Cindy Jacobs, the prophets devotional, 365 daily invitations to hear, discern, and activate the prophetic. This is the first ever and only devotional specifically written for prophets and prophetic people. (laughs) Today's devotion is, what's today's devotion called? Today's devotion is called the contemplative prophet. Hmm. I'm not going to read that today, but I will read you a few, probably at the beginning of the year. I'll probably put out some videos on that. But I'm just looking at it now. It's just a beautiful book. It is 400 pages. And it's a great devotional for prophetic people. It will challenge you. It will edify you. You can get this online, wherever you buy books, or you can get it on my website. And you can leverage $75 worth of bonuses when you send in your receipt. And you'll do that at jenniferleclair.org slash contact. And all those bonuses will be released on the day of the book launch, which is tomorrow. The book comes out tomorrow and it will be number one if you'll support it. Some of the other headlines is uh, prophesy over dry bones, tapping into prophetic synergies, soaring to new prophetic heights. After you eat the scroll, Angels of Revelation, Rejecting Prophetic Mixture, 365 Daily Invitations to Hear, Discern, and Activate the Prophetic. Go pick it up now. 
you'll be glad you did. This is the most beautiful book I've ever put. It's just, just gorgeous. It's full size. You know, most devotionals are small, like like miniature. This is a full size hardback book. It's gorgeous. People, my, uh, uh, one of my spiritual daughters make fun of me. She goes, you're talking about how beautiful. It is a beautiful book. Never mind you. It's a beautiful book. You can get it on my website, jenniferleclair.org slash profits devotional, or you can get it on Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes & Noble. Go over there and pick it up. Amen. God is good all the time. I want to remind you, uh, before we get into our fellowship time here, I might prophesy over about somebody. I might pray over somebody. I don't know what will happen, but I want to spend 30 seconds telling you how you can sow into uh, the ministry. If you want to sow into our, our missions, uh, you can use the cash app. The book is called The Prophet's Devotional. <laughs> you can use the cash app. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me, hello, LaShonda, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You want to send something via the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303, P.O. Box 30563, Hello and Broadway in Australia, 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. If I settle that too fast, because we don't like to labor this point, go over there to jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can also find the wire instructions over there if you are international. Shurabashi. You can follow me on TikTok. You can do whatever you want to do. You're free. Aren't you glad you're free? Aren't you glad you're free? <laughs> Aren't you glad you're free? Make sure you subscribe, guys, wherever you're watching from, whatever, wherever you are listening from. Make sure you subscribe on that platform and share it with friends. Let them know. Have a breakthrough day.